Oh, how are we? Not bad. Good. We're, we're here. We're recording a week earlier. But you won't see it till after Christmas, so we hope you had a good one. Yes, we do. And, and a nice New Year as well. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. This will release on New Year's Eve. So have a nice New Year. Yeah, New have Year a nice day. New Year. Um, I don't know what episode we're on. Let me... Uh, you think one day I'd start... We're in the 80s, I think. I we're think we are in the 80s, but you think one day I'd like write this shit down, wouldn't you? Yeah, but it's so easy to just open Spotify. It is, even though I can't find it now. I follow too much shit on Spotify. You can probably pull it up quicker than I can. We're on 79. We're on 79. Episode 79... You know, I thought we were right, didn't I? I thought, I thought we were in the 80s. I did. Well, next one will be. Yeah? So, but um, we're going we're gonna to plough straight through games and movies and just tell you that there's fuck all really coming out. In terms of games, um, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot is now coming on to the XNS and the PlayStation 5. Yeah. Um, Dead Space has uh, been, I think it's a remaster, isn't it, for the uh, new generation yeah. consoles and PC. Um, the definitive edition of Age of Empires 2 which I know is an old game but it's still loved by the community oh yeah um, that's coming out as well for the X and S and that's it for games um, yeah I, I, one thing I will say I'm annoyed at Valiant Hearts 2 because it's coming out on mobile platforms yeah Although, with it being Android, if you've now got Windows 11, you can download and use... I mean, to be fair, with, with Android, you've, you've been able to get the... If you can get the APK, you can get third-party software to run it anyway. Yeah, but, but now with that being built yes. directly into Windows 11, yes. you can just play it straight on Windows I 11. I agree, but they need a, full, a proper Which, version. by the way, I've upgraded to Windows 11. I can see. Um, I, want, I had my doubts about it. But you know me, I've always tried to install the latest operating system just because I don't mind you, bugs. You jumped on 10 a lot quicker, yeah? Um, I don't mind bugs because I'll, I'll, if need be, I'll feedback and try and get them patched. But yeah, and find workarounds and stuff. I have to say, for gaming... But you're the IT man. Yeah, but I have to say, for gaming, Windows 11 is much better than Windows 10. Oh, no, I've heard that. Uh, it... With the fact that it can do direct storage, so basically graphics data now can bypass the CPU and get a faster transfer I... rate and go straight to the GPU. Brilliant. I... I have no problem with Windows 11 now. I don't. No. Um, just my computer can't run it because of the TPM yeah, bullshit. Yeah, you, you need a better motherboard, in other words. But at this point, I'd, I'd no, wait, wait and get a better computer, yeah. Um, but no, uh, films. You've got A Man Called Otto, which is a comedy drama with Tom Hanks. Is he still acting? Um, like, there's nothing coming out, guys. And we're that's we're it, sorry about really. it. I mean, I'm, I'm curious of that Alone at Night horror film. Like... I've heard something about that. And it There's re- also Teen Wolf the movie. Wasn't that like a 90s TV series? No, because they did it. I'm sure that it was a Teen Wolf TV series recently. Like, they tried to redo like it rem- during the 10s re- or something. Right. Um, but there's nothing. There, nothing. There's nothing. Um, but... We'll have a quick look at comics. Comics. Spice Superb. No idea. TV shows. Oh yeah, the new Velma thing where she's a lesbian's coming uh, out. The Last of Us TV series yeah. based on the game, and then I'm dubious of that. I don't know. So far, I mean, I've never played the Last of Us games due to the fact that they were PlayStation. Um, but well, so you can get Last of Us 
Is The Last of Us 1's coming... Is it out or is it coming out It might out be on coming PC? to PC. Um, it's one or the other. In terms, of, in terms of what I've seen so far, people that have been quite in on the, on the game series that have been looking at the TV series in terms of stuff that, you know, information about it yeah, and stuff, yeah. they're saying it does look like it is going to be very true to the games. Yeah. But it's difficult to weigh that up because know we've seen so many yeah. things that What's weird to me, right, I saw, because the Game Awards, which we're going to touch upon shortly, they had the actors who voiced Joel and Ellie, mm-hmm. and then they had the actors who were playing them in this, and I was looking going, none of you look like any of you. No. Like, what the fuck? Not like the game represent. None of them look like that, and I'm like, what the fuck? Who? Who's who? It took me a minute to decipher yeah. who was who. And then, um, finally, in January, really coming out TV is the sequel to that '70s show, which is that '90s show. Then what happened to the brilliant. '80s? Missed it. We just missed it. It's just gone. Nothing happened in the '80s. No. no, nothing happened in. No. Um, and then finally, any tech coming out in January? The DualSense Edge controller. Oh, that's the, the new that, PS5 controller. Yeah, but that's the um, competitor, the Xbox Elite controller. Yes, yeah. yeah, it's got the flappy paddle. I don't think that's a PlayStation thing. I don't. I. Th- this is from like what I've heard and seen. Sales of your obviously your elites and stuff go to more your your FPS players. Most FPS players are on Xbox or PC. Yes, and I have an Xbox Elite 2 And if controller. it breaks, you'll cry into your pillow at night. I have to say, though, considering the cost of them, because they're fucking expensive, like 160 to 180 yeah. quid, absolutely brilliant bit of kit. I know that, yes, you know, you've got the paddles and all yeah. that sort of stuff. They're very nice. But the weight of it, the feel of it, See, that's it, feels, bit, it feels nice. Bit heavy for me. Yeah. Um, but because it's got the inbuilt lithium battery, you don't have to worry about changing battery packs. You can charge it up all the time, and that thing, I don't, I don't think it's ever died on me yet. You know what? I, I will say, and I was having this conversation with someone because I like the Stadia controllers. Yeah, they're really nice feel. They are the best of the play because they've got. I always think Xbox controllers are a little bit chunky, little bit, not a lot, but yeah. a little bit. Playstations are a nice. I find pl- I find PlayStation's too thin. Mm. But either way, I prefer the the thickness of the PlayStation, but the layout of the Xbox, and that's what Stadia controller is, and it feels nice. Yeah. So I was having this conversation of I'm annoyed that Google haven't just released the controllers because I think they could make money off that, and I love them. So when it dies, I'm going to be upset because yeah. I'm not be able. To- I hope someone like Logitech will be able to get hold of the patent and. Like met their own, but we're having this conversation. It's like, yeah, it's all the controllers are up to you, but I don't see why PlayStation are making the Elite if that is what they're rivaling because they don't do FPS as much. No, as Xbox and um, And PC. PC. So it's like just let them have the third parties because they'll use the third parties that they like. But I, I get it. I have an MMO mouse which has all the numbers on the side. It works brilliantly for me. But you give it to someone who's maybe a coder, which you think, that's great. They don't have to bother moving that. They don't like it, but I'm there going, but you can do it quicker because you can just move your thumb around the keypad. But they can't get used to it. No. And it, it's personal preference. But yeah. So we're into the Game Awards. The thing that annoys give me. Give me something to hold. Do you, you want something to hold? Do you yeah. want to hold the rest of it? Do you want to hold the rest of it? 
So I'll, I'll, I'll pull this. So the thing that annoyed me mostly was that um, what you, me, you, me. Okay, you. right. So the thing that annoyed me. There weren't a great deal of games that I'm a fan of that will that are releasing next year. Some look really cool, but I'm just there going, maybe. So I'm going to start on the game. There's Hades 2 for the game Hades. A lot of people liked Hades. They wanted a DLC. They're now just releasing Hades 2. There's a Dead Cells D DLC coming out. Now, I wasn't aware Dead Cells was still going. I thought that had stopped because it was a good game, but they spent far too long in early access and chase... They did a major update, which a lot of the community didn't like. Mm. So the fact they're getting a DLC is a bit... Mm. Um, there's the Suicide Squad game coming out. That looks good. It looks like they're doing kind of the Injustice thing. Yeah. Um, where the Justice League are bad. but there's, Whereas in Injustice, Batman was still on the good side. Even Batman's not. So yeah, it's been done by Brainiac. This is basically the follow-on from the Injustice games. Almost. Mm. But everyone's controlled by Brainiac. Now. Right. Um, and then there was a game announced that I'm really interested in. It's called Banisher's Ghost of Eden. Imagine it a bit like Witcher. So whereas you are a Witcher, you go around, you kill monsters and demons and stuff. Mm. Banisher, you are basically like an exorcist. So you go around and remove ghosts. Yeah. But... Um, the... You have a ghost partner, mm -hmm. and it's weird, but I'm interested. It's coming out, and I'm interested. One thing I'm surprised wasn't announced for anything. Yeah. There was no um, Hellblade 2 update, which is weird, because since the release of Hellblade 1, every year we've had a Hellblade 2 update at the Game Awards. So the fact they weren't there makes me go, hmm, curious. Now... It is a Microsoft game, and I know Microsoft's conference is, like, February? It's normally early year, isn't it? So I'm wondering, are they holding off to that? Mm. But I don't know. Right, before we continue, what is your key here? Okay, so X is the winner. Yeah. That's who me and Tropico voted for in respect to. Right, so that okay. was more for my thing when I was doing it. When we, because I did end up streaming this live. You need to come with us now. You need to do it next I'll year. I'll see what availability I've got next year. Please. I'll see what availability I've got. I'll suck you off. I don't care. And buy your pizza. I don't want a pizza. Buy your kebab. I don't want a kebab. Just fucking. <laughs> so anyway, um, they have the. Do we do the controversies at the end of this? Because there were the two. The one. We'll you... do them when they come up to it. When we get to the section, we'll talk about. All right. It. Well, mine was at the very end, so we'll leave that. Yeah, but mine's. Or mine's relatively early on, is it? Uh, I've done them basically in kind of a reverse order. Um, so we'll, we'll start with what's at the bottom of the list, because this is player's voice. So this is the one that the players only voted for, because normally it's a judge and player mm -hmm. vote. Player's voice um, was... And it made me, this is the player's voice after we went through and removed all the votes from bots, and yeah. I was like... I'm glad you've said that. And he said that live. Yes, I know he did. Yeah. That's so, one of the controversies yeah. that we're talking about. Yeah, because, I know. When it comes up. Well, even so, we'll just we'll touch on Go it on now. On. So, I get that the fact that they're saying about removing bot votes, okay? Yeah. Now, Obviously, it's impossible to remove them all. We it, are, yes. Yeah. But at the same time, it also opens them up to fixing claims. Mm. Because 
We're going to touch on best narrative because that's that's one where a lot of people. Oh, I got. I think you might have. No, best. you've got best narrative. Have I got best narrative? So best narrative, where everyone expected it to be. Where the uh, fuck is it? Uh, best there it is. Everyone expected it to be something like God of War, Ragnarok, or no, Horizon Forbidden West. Oh no, God of War. Did, or was it played? Oh, shit. I think everyone expected Playtale to win it. Yeah, but there was one that everyone expected God of War to win and it didn't win it. They gave it to somebody else. I can't think It was Game of the Year. No. Was it on this one? Best Game Direction, they didn't win. Best Art Direction, they didn't win. I'm just trying to think. I'm sure I saw one that everyone thought that God of War was going to win. And then it didn't win, and they gave it to a game that everyone was like, what the fuck? I've not got anything on here. No, neither have I. I don't know then. I thought it was the best narrative. But anyway, there, were, there was a game. So, you're never going to remove all bot votes, but at the same time, just... Uh, oh, wait, was it the other way around? Um, best score and music, everyone thought it was going to Elden Ring, and Ragnarok won it. I think that was it, it the best be music. I think that's the one you're on about. Um, bot votes. Yes. Can I explain why I don't agree with what people are saying with that, though? Yes. The, they announced... So, for everything but Player's Voice, they announced how... This year, for the first time, they announced how it's decided. It is an 80-20 split. Between judges getting eighty percent of the vote, mm. so to bot twenty percent to push it over is hard. Yeah, because they do it in a they they weight it obviously. That the judge there are a team of like twenty judges, I think, somewhere around that number. So to bot, but their percentage weight is eighty percent. Yeah. So if nine of the judges vote for one and eleven vote for the other, well, there's the eighty percent. So 80% goes to this game. But then for you to bot that much, I don't think is is viable. No. So why I accept that botting was done, clearly, I I don't agree. But anyway, so player's voice, the winner was Genshin Impact, which surprised a lot of people. But I'm glad we saw something different. No, that's the one, player's voice. It was player's voice. Oh, so that's the one they're saying bot, right. Yeah, they removed bot votes and then all of a sudden Genshin Impact got it and everyone thought, well, no, God of War should have got it because it's got the best narrative. But got they, the best talking. But that's it. the thing. If people like it. But that's because... The reason everyone thought God of War was going to win is because it's the newest, freshest game in everyone's mind. Mm. Well, why can't an older game win? What, what's wrong with... Nothing's wrong with Genshin Impact. No, but that's that's the one that... that that's, the, that's the category people are saying was fixed. Mm. Because they're saying they removed all the bot votes and then it changed the outcome massively. But... So what if it did? Well, the simple thing is, is create a system where players can, can put their votes in that screens out bot votes. Well, that's probably what they have. They have a... They will have that. But at the same time, it's... Now, they are trying this year to sign up you had to log in with an account you've already got. So Facebook, you had to log in with Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Steam, or Twitter. So obviously... Social media accounts, I think, shouldn't be able to... 
I understand the why link because I, it's so easy. To I understand do that. why they did Facebook because Facebook they were live on. Yeah. Um, so I get that. But the problem of social media, uh, linking social media accounts, is I can now create. I could sit here now and create a hundred. Yeah, Facebook you could. Accounts. You could. No, I completely agree. But they did screen them and they did check, and it it is harder. But I think it's one of the better things mm. they can do. And you'll never get rid of all bot rates. But no, no. I, I, I say there's nothing wrong with Genshin Impact winning. Mm-hmm. Um, content creator of the year, I think that was a bit fixed. Because there was Carl Jacobs, who I don't know who that is. No. There was Ludwig Ag... I can't pronounce Ludwig. Everyone knows who Ludwig is. Nibelian? No. Noboru, I've heard of, but I know nothing about them. And then QT Cinderella, who's like this female streamer who was no one. And then in the past few months, from what I understand, and if I'm wrong, tell me, she's gone from like nothing to everything in like a very... Yeah. But Ludwig was the only one most people had heard of. So, of course he's going to win. Mm. Whereas in previous years where they've at least had two or three, so there's at least a competition between a couple of them. Yeah. I don't think that was fair. Um... So yeah, that that was those two. So uh, for best debut indie game, um, Stray won that. I, I agree with that, and I think I I think that's right. Um, um, the only other one I'd have maybe given it to would have been Tunic, yeah. but I think there was room for improvement on Tunic. Yeah, and um, I've still not played Stray yet. But no, I'm playing it. By the way, well, I played it. You've missed this. I played it on Christmas Day. Yeah. Um, and then most anticipated game is a bit of a surprise, but also not a bit of a yeah, surprise. Yeah, I agree with that. So, uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom won it, but Hogwarts Legacy for me is more anticipated. I agree. So, let me get so the rundown. So, Final Fantasy sixteen. I don't. I, I get why that didn't win. It's another Final Fantasy game. At the end of the day, most Final Fantasy games. Completely different story, completely different characters, I'll give you, but they're still basically the same game. Yeah. Hogwarts Legacy, I'm going to skip. Resident Evil 4. No one is anticipating that because we know what Resident Evil 4 is. If it was Resident Evil 1, 2 or 3 remake, none of them were anticipated because we'd still played the, the original, original games. Same with Resi 4. And I'm sorry, I've got clothes older than that game. Yeah. It's not old enough for a remake. Uh, Starfield, I think that could have been a contender. I'll be fair. Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. It's going to be Breath of the Wild Part 2. Why anticipate it? Hogwarts Legacy should have won. It's the first time we've had a Harry Potter game like that. And I'm calling it a Harry Potter game because it makes life easier. It's in the universe of Harry Potter. Because it makes life easier. That's the only reason I'm doing it. I'm aware there is no Harry Potter connection. No. But... I think it, I agree with you. It's much more anticipated than so, Zelda. Uh, best adaptation. The winner was Arcane, which I've started. No, I haven't. I've not seen that, but it is. I will agree. It's good. The only reason I struggle to watch it is I'm not a fan of League of Legends universe. No, but um, it's good. Out of that, I mean, to be honest, none of those would have been. Up there for me. The Cuphead TV show is really good. Yeah. I like it. Um, I've actually started watching Edge Runners. I think you might like that because it's although it's in the cyberpunk universe, mm. whereas Arcane has Jinx from League of Legends and Cuphead is the characters. Cyberpunk Edge Runners is like 
other people in the cyberpunk universe. Right. Okay. So you might like that. It's on Netflix. It's short. Give it a watch if you want. If you're bored, yeah. you want something to watch, just try Edge Runners. So I will say best esports game. Now when- here's one. Um, before because you've just started on esports, I'm just going to say I'm upset at the esports category because here's what the presenter did. Here are your nominations. Here's the winner. It was some. Ra- I don't know who this woman was who did it. I can't. I don't remember her name and I don't know who she is. To me, although they didn't deserve, maybe they didn't warrant a full stage show like some of the awards do. Because not all of them get a full stage show. No. I'd have gotten someone from the esports community to do this segment. Give them their due. I'm not an esports player or person, but at least give them their due and go, here to present all the esports awards are this. Because mm. according to, I was, again, I was speaking to a friend of mine who's really, who knows his esports. I said, um, there's a guy who plays Rainbow Six a lot who's not in, he's not a member of an esports team, but everyone watches him. Get him. And he said, well, I'd have gotten one of the colour commentators because he does a lot for all of them. So, yeah, get him. Get someone in the esports community to give them their due, mm. is what I would say. So, best esports game went to Valorant. Um, best esports athlete went to Jakub Yay Whitaker. Um, best esports team went to Loud. I'm surprised at that. I thought FaZe Clan would have won that. FaZe Clan win a lot, and I think, I, I think from what I remember, again, having conversations, Loud have made a lot of noise this year. Um, best esports coach went to Matthias Tarasconi. Best esports event went to the 2022 League of Legends World Championship. I think that's because League of Legends is still just the one that rides high for some reason. A lot of people enjoy it. And now it's back to you. And now it's back to me, is it? So, what have we got? Best multiplayer game went to Splatoon 3. When it was up against Overwatch 2 and COD Modern Warfare 2 and Multiverses, I I don't see how Splatoon 3 won. No. It's too kiddie for me. But then I wonder if that's what got them the vote, that families voted for that. Yeah. Um, Sim, stress, sim slash strategy game went to Mario plus Mario plus Rabbid Sparks of Hopes Sparks of Hope sorry yeah I agree with that the other one maybe would have been Total War Warhammer 3 mm. uh, best sports slash racing game which a lot of people didn't like that they combine no because they're different genres yeah um, didn't go to any of the no- it went to Gran Turismo 7 at least FIFA didn't win it. Well, that's what I said. I F1 was in it, NBA 23, FIFA 23, Gran Turismo 7, and Oli Oli World, which is a skateboarding game, were all nominated. But Gran Turismo 7 won. Best family game went to Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Okay. Um, again, I can live with that. The, all of the games in there were, were good for families, though. I don't think there was one that wasn't. Best fighting game went to Multiverses. Mm. A lot of people wanted that to go to Sifu. Yeah, I mean, Sifu's got quite a big following, but Multiverses has just got better character selection, I think. Yeah. Uh, best RPG went to Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Again, I think it's, it's two main competitions there were Pokemon Legends Arceus 
and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Mm-hmm. I'd have rather Pokemon won it, but I can live with Elden Ring. Best action adventure went to God of War Ragnarok. And... Again, who it was up against... The thing is, a lot of these had three main games. Playtale Requiem, God of War Ragnarok, and Horizon Forbidden West. Any three, one of those three winning, for me, was okay. I'd have probably given it to Plague Tale, but I see why Ragnarok won it. Mm. Um, and that's now back to you then. So, games for impact, as Dusk Falls, um, they won that. Um, there's, not, there's nothing else in that category, I would have No. Uh, best ongoing game, um, that went to Final Fantasy XIV. Um, I'm not actually surprised by that, really. Um, Apex was in there. I wouldn't really put it there. Destiny 2, definitely not. Fortnite still got a big following, but meh. Um, best independent game, that went to Stray. That's not a surprise. No, there. I agree. Um, uh, I would have thought maybe Sifu might have been up there with it. I thing is, I agree with everything in that category, though. It They all deserved to be there. Yeah. Best mobile game went to Marvel Snap. Um, I mean, it's not a bad Marvel game. It's not my favourite Marvel game on mobile, but it's not a bad game. Of all those games there, I see why it won. Yeah. Um, Best community support went to Final Fantasy XIV. I mean, No Man's Sky has got quite a bit of community support. That's the only reason the game's still alive, so I'm surprised that that didn't do do better. Uh, Best VR slash AR game went to Moss Book 2. Um, I agree with both you and Tropico that it should have gone with Among Us. Yeah. Um, because I believe people are probably playing that more. I, I think the Among Us <laughs> going on VR gave it a second wind. Innovation in accessibility went to God of War Ragnarok. This is basically, you know those where there's like menus on menus on menus of do you want to change this and that yeah. and adapt for this? And I will agree that God of War had a lot in it um, for accessibility. Do I think they were the best? Well, not really. I think, I I mean, I voted for Last of Us and I think that was better. Mm. Although Return to Monkey Islands could have also won it because you can't go wrong with a point and click for a mouse. No. (laughs) Uh, Best action game... Uh, Bayonetta 3 won that. Now, it's got two um, rivals there, which would have been Modern Warfare 2 or Sifu. I don't think uh, Mutant Ninja Turtles... I Honestly, I'd not, I didn't even know that game had come out till I saw it as the would voters have been there. for the votes. Um, but Bayonetta's got a, got a massive following, just yeah. like Call of Duty, so it doesn't really surprise. So... Best performance went to Christopher Judd for God of War. Um, the other ones in there um, were Charlotte McBurney, who does the girl in a plague tale. Mm-hmm. She could have won that. And the the other one went was for Sonny Suljic, who's the boy in God of War. Right. I agree why Christopher Judd won it for Ragnarok. Because in obviously in the original three God of Wars, and I'm going to say three, I'm ignoring the two on two on PSP. I think it was one on PSP, one on PSP. But I'm ignoring those two. For the original God of War, you can get anyone who can go. You will die. 
Mm. Yeah, anyone who's got a sore throat could turn up to work that voice in. In the sec in twenty eighteen, he had a much more varied vocabulary. Not as much, but he was still there. In this, he becomes more human, yeah. and he's actually emoting. He smiles at one point in this game. So I see why he won it, because he had human, but you still felt, no, this is Kratos just older. Yeah. And wiser. Um, audio design uh, went to Ragnarok. I voted before I spoke to you, but I do. I wish I could have changed my vote. I'd have given it to COD Modern Warfare 2. Because mm. audio design is like where shit is in relation to where you hear it. So talking to you, I'd have given that more to COD 2. Or Modern Warfare 2. Score and music, um, I I would have given this to Elden Ring, um, but Xenoblade 3. Now, the reason I say Xenoblade 3 is they have a lot of genres in there. There's a bit of something for everyone. So, I, but again, it went to Ragnarok, and I don't think they had the best music. I'd have given it to Plague Tale, Elden Ring, Metal Hellsinger. I understand why that didn't win, because although I like the metal and rock genre, very limiting in a game. Mm -hmm. But El Xenoblade, I, I wouldn't have given it to Ragnarok. I don't think the music was that great in Ragnarok. No. It was good, but it wasn't great. Art direction went to Elden Ring. I, I, I get why that one. It, it looked good. Mm -hmm. Best narrative um, went to Ragnarok. I think Playtale was robbed there. Yeah. I think the story... In, the problem I have with Ragnarok is I don't... I don't feel like much would have changed if you'd have changed lots of little bits in the story. No. In 2018, I did. They had a clear purpose. We are going to scatter the wife's ashes on the tallest mountain in all the realms. We need to get... Oh, we climb up the biggest on Earth. We get told it's not. Right, we need to get here. How do we get there? We go there, we go there, and then we're there. That's a nice narrative story. In this, it's like... We need to get um, this person as a friend, then we need... To do this, then we need to stop Ragnarok. Oh, but by doing this, we've caused Ragnarok. Oh, now the, now I'm going to Odin and not... And, uh, ah, it's like you've got too many little strings mm. that are all meant to lead to Ragnarok. It's like, I get what you were trying to do, but meh. Plague Tale, I've started playing. The narrative is a lot better. Yeah. It's a much nicer story. Uh, game Direction... Me and Tropico both said this should have gone to Stray because the direction in that was solid, but it went to Elden Ring. I don't know much, too much about the game direction of Elden Ring, so I can't really comment. Um, out of them, I really... Because the problem is Ragnarok is the only one I played and Stray I know about, which is why Stray got it. So, Game of the Year. And I'll, I'll read out all of the nominees because it was the Game of the Year. Playtale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Xenoblade Chronicles. And the winner was Elden Ring. Mm. I get why it did it. It was a Dark Souls open world game, which is what so many people... Like a true open world. Not, yeah. I understand, we, we tried playing the Dark Souls, all three of them, at one point in time. We were shit. <laughs> Very shit. Yeah. But I get why people like them. It was a very open world yeah. Dark Souls game, which I get why people like. And I think you, because you love your open worlds, 
think if it wasn't for the Dark Souls difficulty, you'd have probably played it. Maybe. Like, if they lowered the difficulty standard down. No, I don't, I, to be honest, Elden Ring, even with it being a Souls-like, because I have, I have tried going through the Souls games again, mm. um, and they're not bad, but I don't know. I, I like, although I like my open world games, I like an open world game with, with more direction in terms of what you're supposed to be up to. So I like an open world that, that's not completely linear, but also has a linear purpose, which is why I like games like Grand Theft Auto, The Witcher. They're very open world, you can do what you want, but at the same time, there is something that's telling you, right, you need to do this, do that, do the other thing at the same sort of time. And I don't feel like that with, with any Souls-like game, to be honest. Right. No, that that's fair. I, I understand what you're saying there. Now, so, Elden Ring win. The, I don't need my notes for this because I remember. The team come up on stage, and as you look, there's one guy up there, and he looks a bit young and a bit shifty. Most people assume, just watching, oh, he's like the son of someone who's been forced to go up there. He's not going to do anything. Ward show ends. Guy wasn't even meant... So, I'm going to give now the preface and then say what he did. Wasn't even meant to be there. He was a Jew... He was a Jew. Now, this is relevant, me saying he was Jewish. A pro-Nazi. Okay. Now you see the relevance of me saying he was Jewish. And he decided at the last... this The camera is panning out at this point. Like, the show's over. And... He says, I want to dedicate the award to Bill Clinton. Right. He was a prick. At that point... Usher, storm, grab the stage, drag on. And then, at the very end, everyone was trying to be as professional as possible. I will give them that. You saw, all, when you re-watch it, you see the security waiting and watching on the side of the stage. Like, if he's just there because he's a fan of the game, we'll just get him off, we'll leave him alone, we'll go, you're a naughty boy. You could see the professionalism. The game devs, obviously, they're Japanese or Korean. I think they're Japanese for Elden Ring. Possibly. They were being very professional. They were keeping an eye on him. Like, am I going to get fucking stabbed here or something? Because they didn't know who he was. But again, they gave their speeches. They were very professional. And then uh, Jeff Knightley, who's the main guy at the very end, he says, thank you for watching. We'll see you next year. And then he goes and he's pissed. Because this guy's just ruined the night with yeah. that. And he was arrested. And I'm glad. And fuck you. Because now that puts us out. And now they've got to think, well, how do we stop people coming? Well, an easy answer is, well, we're just going to not let anyone who's not nominated and their friends and family come. Mm. I don't think that'll happen. I think what you'll see now is the front will be just for game developers and award winners and their families. And the back will be where the public goes. Yeah. And that will be clearly fenced off like security poster. I think that's the only way they're going to do it. Whereas before you could you could pay more and get in the front and have a really good view and be with like half famous celebrities. Mm. But yeah, this little prick. Well there's pro- always somebody. Yeah. And it there's fucked somebody. me off and it's like, no, go fuck yourself, dude. But overall this was it wasn't as good as last year's, but it's still going up. Yeah. In my opinion. Like the the way it's been going is better than it has been, and I approve of that. Especially after a few years ago where they just fucked shit right up and missed an award and everything. Like, fuck off. 
But yeah, so that was the Game Awards. Um, let us know. Did your favourite win, lose? Yeah. Right, we'll move into the Metro. Yeah. Um, we've got a few stories for you here. So, our lives are being ruined by solar panel file pigeons. So this is a story about a woman who has got solar panels on a roof and she's now claiming she's had to move bedrooms and cannot open her windows because of these pigeons that are attracted to um, the solar panels and are nesting. Um, I mean, what would you rather? A more expensive electric bill or housing some pigeons? Thing is, I... I it, I, I, try, I drive for my job, so I see a lot of houses. Hers is the only one I've seen with a lot of solar, with a lot of pigeons, like more than average. Yeah. Something ain't. This would have come oh, out. This is in Derby. There's a, a lot. This would have come out sooner if pigeons are attracted to the solar panels. I don't think it's the solar panels. I think it's something else. So she's saying that during COVID, they bought in the solar panels and in turn, pigeons are coming, hundreds of them. The pigeons are nesting underneath the panels. Um, I mean, how? Yeah, there's a very Unless she sm- means underneath, like, I think, the gutter. Yeah, I think that's what the case is. So she's saying she's worried about bird poo, etc., etc. I mean... The pigeons are going to go to the panels because the panels are going to be warm. Yeah. But you could... Why not have the the spikes? There? Well, that's what... I, but again, I've never seen so many pigeons... No. And solar panels have been around a while now. They're not new. No. Why has this not come out before? Well, something isn't right here. And I think she had them before. And she's making excuses now. Yeah. I think that if she gets some anti-pigeon spikes and puts them around the gutter in and around the panels and on the top of the roof she'll be stop, yeah stop the problem um a yorkshire pudding addict has vowed to eat 600 yorkshire puddings in two days over christmas and to this i say well professional competition eaters would laugh at this and go and so you know what i mean that like when you hear these numbers like, like hot dog eating contests where they're eating thousands i'm sorry it's um, so Jake Farrer, 25, from Middlesbrough, boasts to have eaten around 146,000 battered bites in his lifetime. He chomps down around 20 per day, that's 7,300 a year. And his hunger for the roast did a trimming, costs him about 50 quid a month. I like a Yorkshire pudding as much as the next man, but 50 quid a month on Yorkies is... Um... I mean, he's saying he'll eat a month's worth about 600 between Christmas Eve and Boxing Day. Well, that's three days, not two days, Metro. Come on. Yeah. But two days sounds more impressive. He only has one rule. They have to be Aunt Bess's. So, uh, I mean, come on. Come on, pal. Yeah. So if you go to, if you go to Asda, because that's clearly where he shops, and you run out of, um, and they've got no Yorkies in, blame this prick. I do try the different Christmas ones that the supermarkets come out with, like Aldi sells a pig in blanket, Yorkshire pudding with a massive pig in blanket inside. We went to two shops uh, to try and find some, but Iceland was completely sold out, so we had to go somewhere else. Tesco's own are very nice as well. You can't get them like uh, get the likes of Aunt Bess's. I mean, come on, mate, grow up. 
yeah, I'm sorry. Like, no. Peace. So, moving on. PC, that's police constable, sacked for hiding in suspect's wardrobe during raid instead of handling him. Handing him in. Uh, handing him in, sorry. Yeah. So, police constable Elaine Taylor, or former police constable Elaine Taylor, lost her job with Greater Manchester Police after facing allegations of discreditable conduct and honesty and integrity. She was found hiding in a wardrobe at a house that was being searched by police on January 8th, 2020. So this was two years ago, but the case has taken two years. To well, I mean, through. I understand why nothing happened in 2020 itself because yeah. of COVID. And then all the backup took almost two years to get out. We're only now just getting out of the backlog that COVID caused. So the reason that she's been fired is not because of the hiding in the wardrobe necessarily, but she was present at the same location that a wanted suspect... Um, was at and the officer that this Elaine Taylor knew the police were looking for him and she chose to not only ignore that but also become an acquaintance of this criminal um, and that's why she's been fired because they're basically saying well what you've done there is you've you you've not well, done your job. an embedding isn't yeah it? you've not done your job you've basically allowed a criminal that you know is wanted to stay on the streets and not only that you're an acquaintance with him which is why you didn't tell the police so and I'm sorry if if I like I love you to bits, babe. But if you were wanted for something and I was a copper, I'd be the first one here going, "Come on, yeah. come with me." And it because it always looks better. Hey, like why didn't you convince him to hand himself in? Yeah. Because it always looks better, no matter what you wanted for murder, fucking kingpin, a drug. If you hand yourself in, it looks better. You go, "I'm sorry, officer. I know I done fucked up." I'll take my punishment, I'll come out and I'll be a new man. Yeah. Take your punishment like a man. But I wouldn't be hiding in your fucking wardrobe. So this we've, is... had, we've had Boris Johnson's face in a chicken corner. I remember that. We've had Elvis's silhouette in, uh, in a pot of McDonald's ketchup. We've covered that as well. We've had fucking all sorts. Oh yeah. But now we have the baby Jesus. In a packet of rebels. So this is basically a misshapen rebel. Uh, yeah, like a raisin that's not really had the chocolate put on it or or something. Yeah. I mean, it looks horrifying, but it ain't the baby Jesus. No, I, the thing is, that's any baby in a swaddle. Yeah. Um, I I could walk down the street, right? Especially with these mums now that like wear the big strap thing. I don't know what they're called. A papoose. A papoose. A papoose in a moose in a hoose. Yeah. But that looks like any baby in a papoose. And it looks fucking shit scared. I mean... Looks like it's seen the fucking devil. I mean, come on. I mean, just eat your food. Stop fucking taking pictures of it. Putting it online to try and get yourself... Oh, yeah. Moose. The thing is, I could get any food and make it look like anything. Get a toothpick and stuff. Yeah, because didn't we have Shrek's face in? Yeah, but we've seen... Food art exists, guys. It's like, it's not hard to fake this. I mean, it's a big revel. That is a bit of a big revel. It's a very big revel. I wonder if that's like two... um, Yeah, bits to to come together. And then finally... This this needs to fuck off. A man has quit his job in retail to sell burps in a jar for a living. Now, that sounds like, well, fucking hell, how much money is he making? Maybe he's making a couple hundred grand. No, he's making £22,000 a month selling burps in a jar and sending people his dirty socks. 
I'm in the wrong line of work. <laughs> I am. I'll shit in a jar if I'm going to earn 22 grand a month from it. Oh, I don't care. Like, this is fucking ridiculous. It is. And it all started with that fucking bathwater bullshit a year or two ago, didn't it? Yeah. Well, she's... That, that girl who did that... No, I know... I know she's she... now only on OnlyFans and every other platform has dropped her. Well, can you blame her? Um, so, he now claims he's making 22 grand a month. Now, we don't know if that's real or not, but if he's quit his job for it, he must be earning some good money. Um, he reckons his family's fully behind him. He basically... The way it started is... I don't think it's just burps in a jar. I think what, they've, what Metro have done is they've picked two quite obscure things that he's selling yeah to make it now what he's actually doing is he's fulfilling people's his people's fetishes online so he might get someone to so like this like this guy said the list is endless when it comes to strange requests one guy wanted me to go, uh, gulp down a full bottle of coca-cola burp in a jar seal the jar and send it to him that's where the burp in the jar so that's what from. he's doing so yeah um, he first came into fetishes online in about 2018, but he didn't really start taking it seriously until November of 2019 when he quit his day job. So he gets lots of different requests. So people asking for his bath water, used underwear, old trainers. Um, but this is why I say to people all the time, there is a market for everything. Oh yeah, there is. Everything. Why do you think there is so many women around the world now making... 10 grand a month plus selling pictures of their feet. Like, there is a market for everything, oh, people. Yeah. This guy can make 22 grand a month on average by selling stupid stuff online. Why are we all working for the man and we're earning £1,300 a month when we could all be making thousands of pounds a month? Because we're not smart enough to take that leap and go, come on. I think the Let's issue with that, obviously, is we can't all do it. Because if everyone did it, then you end up with an oversaturation and somewhere you'll lose out. Potentially. You would. If everyone started doing this, well, there's no market for it anymore. So you've got to find the right niche. I think, now, I think there's a niche for everyone to fulfil a thing in the market. But you can't all do the same thing. No. No but, they, no, but even if you just do what this guy does, he doesn't do one thing, he'll do whatever someone yeah. pays him to do. With, I'm guessing within reason. Within reason, yeah. But if he's doing that, every, everyone's got a different fetish. Everyone's got something that they like. So he might not he, he might not be everyone's cup of tea. People might go, well, he's too beardy for me or he's got yeah. too much hair. Uh, me, I'm a balding man. So maybe if I was, if I shaved my, all, you know, the, the monk cut, if I shave that off, maybe I could do it you probably, because I'm bold and still be earning money doing similar things to him. But because could. I'm you're a bald, you, you're a bald fat man. Yeah, everyone loves a bald fat man. Yeah. Hey, I've got a job for you. Get dye your beard white and put on a red suit. Yeah. For one month of the year, you'll make a fortune. For the other eleven months, you'll be a pedophile. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I'm tempted to just sort of say, give it a go. Mm. Just see. You might not take off. Yeah, if there's something you're interested in and a passion that you have, there is no harm with trying to put it online. Yeah. Because you, especially with all these Fiverr and all this, uh, 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 what's the other one? Patreon and all these kind of stuff, YouTube, Facebook, all of this. If you've got something you can do well, um, 
you might as well put it on one of these sides. Mm. What have you lost if no one buys anything? Nothing. Exactly. Nothing. Because these sites don't charge you for setting up. They charge you for when you sell. So yeah, I don't think that's about it. That's it. So, so um, we will see you for the hero verse. Yeah. Next week, and uh, like I say, I hope you've had a nice Christmas. Have a nice New Year. Yeah. We'll see you in the New Year. Bye. Bye bye.